first thing is stay away from margin. You stay away from margin because it's it will be over a percent they charge you. That's a lot. You know, you're better off going, getting, checking with your bank account. Some bank accounts give a zero percent, an interest free uh, overdraft up to a thousand or five hundred, depending on the bank, and getting overdrawn to borrow, to put it in the stock market. Now, the stock market only goes up an average of seven percent. If that. And what happens if it goes down? What happens if there's a crash? You know, what happens if you load it all in? Look at battery day. What Tesla with battery day at the time of recording? Everyone thought it was going to go up. And, of course, it, it dropped by $100. Now, what would have happened in that case? You would have got a margin call. They would have told you you had two, three days. Some of them would have said one day uh, for you to deposit the amount in or they will legally sell your shares. And if your shares that you bought with that margin uh, don't cover it, they will sell other shares to cover it as well. And they will be within their rights. It's within the terms and conditions. Now, stay away from options. You need to be incredibly experienced trade options. I rarely trade them. Uh, I suggest if you're going to trade options, doing a course specific to options, not a generic course that includes options, a course specific to options. That There are plenty of YouTubers that do courses on options. They're YouTubers that help to educate on options. Uh, one that's good, that doesn't do a course, he just tells people about options on his channel, he'll answer questions, his uncle Dan. I think, and he has a lot of experience in options trading. Now, options is usually buying calls or puts. You either think the stock's going to go to the moon or it's going to sink. Of course, there's been a lot said about the shorts in uh, Tesla. And you see what's happened there. Uh, people have been shorting Tesla since it was 300 pre-split. And you see now it's technically just under... 2,500 piece split. Imagine what's happened to them had I've had to cover their position. Most option contracts expire worthless. 98% of them, I think it is. So at least with the share, if Tesla drops like 25% or Amazon drops from 3,000 to 2,000, Google drops like from it was at 1,700 and it drops down to 1,000, you can expect it to come back up again.
can still make money on it. You can weigh it out or you can sell it for something. So stay away from options. Stay away from CFDs. The contracts for the mark. The reason why is the only product in the stock market that carries a warning, a public warning. There are only a few products that carry a public warning. Now, what's the issue with contracts for the for CFDs? They have to be done on a day. They have to all be bought and sold on a day. And just to let you know, a friend of mine, her husband, without informing her, traded them and they lost their house over it. And I know people make a lot of money trading them, but they also lose a lot of money. I did an example before where Trading 212 allows you to do a practice uh, account with them. And I uploaded a video showing you how bad it was, how if you bought and sold the same stock uh, straight away, you would lose, uh, I think it was about $20 to $50, depending on the stock. Now, we have... Sorry about that. Look at a CEO. The CEO can make a huge difference in a company. I've said about companies before how I, I'm not going into it because of the CEO, or I am going into it because of the CEO. CEO. Look at the difference Elon Musk has made to Tesla. Everyone who follows Tesla says we are screwed if Elon Musk leaves, especially after the last battery day. Look at the response before Elon came on. Look at Microsoft. Bill Gates left. Guy that followed. Did nothing. It went flat for ages. And then... This new guy came on. And it just exploded. Look at Apple. They said after Jobs. It would go down. Because when Jobs was pushed out before, uh, it went downhill. Then Tim Cook came in and was the right man for the job. Pardon the pun. Wasn't the isn't the CEO type? You can, and I could go on and on about with thousands of names of CEO. CEO can either make or break a company. I've actually said in one of my videos before how about a company. I said, the company has good financials, the company's doing well, but CEO is the reason I'm not investing. And I've had people say, oh, you know, you've got something against him, you're going to lose money. Within a year, the company halved. Now, we go on to the balance sheet. You need to be checking that balance sheet consistently. I don't mean every day, but 
you need to be checking it every year if, and every quarter if you can. It is key. And I'll give you an example about people not checking the balance sheet. People have said to me about going into McDonald's, got great growth. It's an amazing company. Look at the dividend. And I'll come on to dividends later. Uh, and I won't. And I'll give you the reason why. McDonald's is a property company, not a hamburger company, not even a tech company. And for a property company, to have that kind of balance sheet is bad. McDonald's was losing money on their burgers until they start, became a property company. They buy up the land, they lease it to the franchisees and they lease the equipment to the franchisees. And they had, in the eighties and nineties, they had sideways growth. They would have little spurts, but then they'd have sideways growth. And, but the balance sheet, debt to equity was okay. So what did they do? When there was, last time, when interest rates were zero, took out a huge amount of debt, started a share buyback scheme, the price of the shares went up, stimulated fake growth. People saw it growing and piled into it. So that created more growth. But it was fake growth. People are not looking at the balance sheet, seeing that they have 110% debt to equity and things get really bad. That debt's got to be paid. Anyway, now we get to the dividend trap. Companies that are paying a dividend because they have no growth. And I spoke about this in the previous video. Altria is one of them. They, they don't have any growth and they offer 2% dividend. People go, why would we do that? We get two, more than 2% from other companies, from other dividend kings or aristocrats. They say, we're a dividend king. Yeah, but they'd have growth with them. So for 4%, they say, why would we do that? We could go to All Greens Boots Alliance. Alliance. They have more chance of growth than you. And we get a better dividend. So then they end up being a 6%. Why would we do that? We can go to AT&T. So then they go, raise it to 8%. And people pile in for the 8%. Don't get caught in the dividend trap. Don't get caught also by a company that spends more on its dividend than 
than it has on its books. Ideally, you want a company to be not to be spending more than 60% on dividend. With a REIT, it can go up to 80%, 80 to 90%. Now, I have known a case where a company was doing 90% to 95%, but then it was expecting something, a huge windfall coming in, a huge contract coming in, huge money coming in, different companies, this one, using these words. And they ended up bringing it down to between 35, 50%. But you've got to be careful with these dividend traps. Which brings me on to the next subject. You've got to be prepared to break loose a stock that doesn't perform. Not just, I don't mean a stock that doesn't go up one week. I mean, a stock that doesn't do what you expect it to do. So you have a stock. Perfect example is travel industry and banks pre you, that you bought into pre-Rona. I had people saying to me, I bought it pre-Rona. I'm holding on to it for it to recover. I said to them, if you had sold it and invested it in any other company, you would have made your money back by now. Yeah, but it'll go back up to pre-Rona levels, I've gone. Hold on, Carnival won't. Why won't it? People will still go on cruises. I said, cruises spend most of the time trying to recruit new cruise passengers, not uh, selling to people who go on cruises regularly. They already have them. They want the new cruises. And people after the Rona are either going to go on a cruise or they won't. They're not going to be able to recruit new people on cruises. You also have the likes of Carnival who took massive debt at bad terms. So if they get through this, and I think the cruises will, seven to ten years before you get anything back. Because you will have about five years before they start making any profit. Then you've got another few years before they start paying off some of the debt. You you won't see any of that money for seven to ten years. If you had sold your shares and put it anywhere, in DocuSign, Peloton, you know, hey, you could have put it into Altria, you know, one that was a dividend trap. You could have put it anywhere and with the way it was yo-yoing up and down, even Raytheon went from 50 to 70 and then, and with the dividends you got in DHT paying a 33%, now 38% dividend. Yeah. There were so many companies and I'm not saying, oh, only if you put it in the right companies, it would have worked. I've done it myself. I've, we all make mistakes. I've, I've made each of these mistakes. So you can learn from it. Now, but what I've done is a company that I've seen 
red flags, I've sold at a loss and I put into another company that can that I've seen green flags and I can see them about to soar. And I've made my money back. Now, this is the one most ruins most people. The profit takers. I've I've done this myself. The ones who sell out because it, they get a bit of profit. I've done it myself. I suffered myself from this. It's not that. It's not the FOMO. It's the F O L O fear of losing out. The fear of it going back down again. But remember, there's a reason why you got into that stock. That's why I keep my book now. Tell me the reasons why I got into that stock and my price points. Price points to sell, price points to buy. And there's room at the bottom for me to add things and possible pitfalls. I'll give you an example. In uh, the UK, before there was fibre or anything laid, a company was laying fibre across the country. It was a company I hadn't heard of. People thought it was going to go bankrupt. I heard how it had millions of pounds worth of fibre laid. So it had that as an asset. But it was had like a million pound in debt. So people thought it was going to go bankrupt. It went down to a penny a share. I bought it. It went up. I sold it at 10 pence a share. I 10x my money. Good times. They were for 18 months. But if I had held on, or at least held some of it, and you'll probably know from my videos what I do, is I take out my initial investment and a little bit of profit and I sometimes keep some shares in my portfolio. The company went on to £2.40 a share. I had people in my ear at the time. I was a young investor. It's going to go back. It's going to go back. Uh, same with Barrett Gold. Now, Barrett Gold, when it was an exploration company, it hadn't pulled anything out of the ground. Now, I saw the potential. I went in and I sold when I doubled my money. in uh, other companies because people were telling me oh you know you need to be in this company you need to be in that company I was a young investor and I didn't think at the time and I sold out of it. I bought back in recently but that's happened with a few companies early on in your journey take profits you've got to remember why you've gone into a company do not I'm not saying do not take profits you never go broke taking a profit but at the same time do not 
if you believe in the company, it giving you a profit is what it's supposed to do. So, as soon as you your stock becomes profitable, don't sell out. If it becomes 20%, 30%, 40% profitable, even 50, 60, 70%, 80% profitable. If you want to protect yourself, take out your initial investment once you get to 50, 60, 70%. Yeah. That's up to you. And then it doesn't matter what happens with the stock once you've got your initial investment out. What I like to do with my spec stocks is once it gets to a certain level, take out my initial investment and then just let them run. But I, I look at the market, how it's trending. I see boner candles. I wait till it gets to the top of the boner candle. So, uh, my initial investment out, and leave the rest in there.